0: From the creators of Relevant Magazine, it's the Relevant Podcast.
1: It's weekend
2: week of Friday, January 24th. Already January 2014. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and this week's podcast is brought to you by... No us. one. Us. Yeah. Uh,
3: John Acuff. It's brought to you by John Acuff's Twitter account, at John Acuff. Oh, so.
2: no. No H. No H. Right out, of the, right out of the gates. Here with me in our <laughs> Orlando studios is Eddie Koffeltz. Hey, I'm actually brought to you by uh, Jesse Carey quotes. So, very exciting. <laughs> uh, on the Skype line from Loveland, Virginia. You refused it. No, no. I'll, I'll, we got to come back to that. Uh, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. Uh, and also on the Skype line, joining us in the featured guest seat from Nashville, Tennessee, John Acuff.
3: Thank you for uh, allowing me to be here. And I'm thinking Shauna, by the way.
2: Yeah, she was busy. Sorry, man.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) That's
2: not
4: true. So harsh. So harsh.
3: (laughs) It's weird that the feedback from readers was add a girl and minus John. That's interesting. This is what we've been waiting for.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That is not true, John. I will not allow that. Although the last couple of days I've been seeing a we miss John Acuff. uh, I miss John
3: Acuff, too. Yeah.
2: So, so, there's kind of big news in the Twitter world here. Ooh, um, long, I, long I saw earlier a way to this work. week, uh, apparently, a Twitter account was launched, and I have a bone to pick with you guys. Okay. Because you just said, Eddie, that the Twitter account is Jesse Carey Quotes. Correct. The Twitter account is not Jesse Carey Quotes. No, it's ask. Jesse Carey Quote, which I think was a mistake, because it should be Jesse Carey Quotes, because it's multiple, and that is kind of what people would say anyway. I, know. I think know. I think we missed it.
5: If you go to Quotes... There's a lot of malware there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's a whole different Jesse. Carrey. So it's Jesse. Ca- it's don't, at don't Jesse. Carry quote. So we're gonna do one tweet and end it. it no, but it is a quote. <laughs> Here's a
4: Jesse. Carey quote.
2: But this quote. St- account is a collection of Jesse. Carry quotes. I understand. <laughs> I,
4: I realize the bigger actually, question. Do we know who is behind this? Now I'm gonna be really, really honest. It is not me. Because everyone you. thought you it was you.
5: That's not me. Everyone t-
4: thought it was you. No, it is not me. So it's a fan who did it's it? It's a fan I that did it. I promise you it's not they me.
5: Were just, I'm assuming they were just trying to conserve an extra character. <laughs>
4: no, wait a second. It's
3: Twitter. That's <laughs> important. Hey, I'm going to start one called The Jesse Carey Quote because I- nothing the. makes you sound lame with like adding the.
4: Wait, though. I'm the only one that's actually said I did not do it.
2: I Cameron? didn't
0: do it. Okay,
5: that I was, didn't
2: do it. I would have named it Jesse Carey. I don't
5: course. know how to spell I, Jesse Carey. I don't even have. <laughs> I'm not even good at, at writing my own Twitter account, right. much less a, a, a secondary Twitter account. Yeah, you
4: account. did your first tweet yesterday since December 29th.
5: <laughs> <laughs> so uh,
4: that was. Uh, we know it's not you. The holidays
5: have just. I've been slammed. <laughs> You've been
4: really, really busy not doing that. Um, <laughs> okay, so it's a fan account
5: with the po- Eddie with the polar vortex and all. It's just then. it has
0: been, That's been you know, a mess. Crazy. All right. Well, then I don't have any bones. Yeah. All right, but it's a fan. So
4: I really think it's amazing. And they pick really funny quotes like
3: I love it. (laughs) That's I awesome. don't even I don't even recall saying much many of those. So. Cuz you
2: black out during
4: the podcast. <laughs> you
3: don't remember saying much many of those. That's yeah. good.
2: <laughs> There's one for your Twitter
4: account. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Carey quote I would have just made it shorter though because it's going to limit the
0: number of characters.
6: Carey right. quotes, Carey right. quotes.
5: Yeah, yeah. Or, or JC just quotes. J-C quotes. It's, it's it's me and any other famous JCs.
2: Like Jesus Christ. Oh.
5: Or 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 Chavez.
2: Well, you know, I mean, Jesse, you're living in the tension of of having a, you know, potential of a famous name like you're right if it's carrie quotes it could be jim Carrey. if it's jc it could be jesus christ um jim, I, I have the jim same Copiesa. problem the grammys were announced this week cameron strang and in uh, the nominations is cameron strang oh congratulations and i was getting inundated with for, congratulations for tweets this morning podcaster of the who's, year
4: who's cameron strang on the
2: grammys he he runs warner brothers music the country division the, yeah the country division of warner brothers music That's is fine. cameron strang Funny. Yeah. so you, so hey. like he keeps showing up in like music world grammy stuff really- and people and he's thanked in liner notes on like you know like johnny cash albums and stuff like that and it's like people are like I get random tweets, but during Grammy season, it's really like, oh my gosh, Relevant is huge. Did you see on uh,
0: our Twitter account a few weeks ago, somebody who works for Warner Music is a podcast fan and said it freaks him out every time he gets an email from his boss, Cameron Strang, because he thinks that you're emailing him. Yeah,
5: right. So (laughs) I remember one time on your Facebook page, there was someone that was convinced you were the other Cameron Strang.
2: And I was like, I'm not. And they're like, "Uh uh-huh. You know, I, mean, I
5: almost it, chimed into that conversation and said, listen, I know this guy personally. It is the Cameron Strang from Warner Music.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm double dipping. But anyway, yeah, yeah. so, and when we watch the Grammys this year, you know, I'd just like to thank the economy. Yeah. Uh, all you know, the people that yeah, helped yeah, get you here. For, yeah. Oh my so, gosh, I didn't prepare yeah. a pair of speech. Jesse Carey quotes. I want to thank God. All right. <laughs> we have a great show for you today. Coming up later, we talked to uh, author and pastor speaker Judd Wilhite. He's coming up. Uh, cool. Jesse talks to him. And I don't know how to say it. I, we have something very memorable also planned for the show, <laughs> yeah. and so uh, stay <laughs> tuned for that. Up first, your entertainment releases: music coming out on Tuesday, January twenty eighth. Uh, Dum Dum Girls with Two True of Mice and Men, Restoring Force, and the Gaslight Anthem with the B sides.
3: Cameron, sometimes when you read the new releases, I can't tell if if it's bands or just you're saying words that are interesting. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Chad, I think Chad tilts the release schedule for like f- funny word combinations I
3: I
0: won't lie there are a few times where I'll be reading through and I'll have no idea what that album is but I just know that it'll make for interesting fodder on the show but do you
2: ever cut out like big albums that are coming out I mean like Justin Bieber yeah we don't mention those we really don't but Um, we'll mention like super obscure stuff that like makes no sense we'll
5: mention a a sides album from an indie band you probably haven't heard of right Right. (laughs)
2: it could also be a firework so yeah Yeah. (laughs) well there's a game Jesse did uh, like years ago it was one of his first games it was one of the ones that like like establish the game thing it it was indie band name it was
5: before it went downhill. yeah
2: indie band name or firework yeah and
5: he would read (laughs) Oh, Uh,
6: it was great it was
2: really funny
5: first game I
3: played was did Dave Ramsey say it
6: (laughs) (laughs) well isn't that awkward
3: (laughs) how'd you do (laughs) at the game I killed yeah you did right. (laughs) you're right at the game of life not so well
2: (laughs) not so well Uh, movie's coming out on Friday January 31st, the Friday before Super Bowl weekend, or Friday of Super Bowl weekend. Go Seahawks. That awkward moment, Zac Efron, Michael Jordan. went the Michael Jordan. I'm sorry, Michael B. Yeah. Jordan. Yeah, because that is an awkward moment.
5: If your name is Michael Jordan, don't you feel like just throwing the B in there isn't enough? You pretty much have to be Mike B. Jordan at that point.
2: Yeah. At Middleton is also coming out. Andy Garcia, Vera Farmiga. It's like AT or like the Ambersand or whatever it's called.
0: AT. Oh, At
2: okay. That's good. Yeah. I don't completely hate it, though. Basically, watch the Super Bowl that weekend. Yeah, there's That's not much coming saying. out. Yeah, <clears throat> they're
0: pretty much out of the running for Grammys, and you're out of the running for the Oscars. So you're in no man's land right now. So yeah. you're going
2: to release a B-side album. Right. You're going to put out films that nobody's going to go see because they're watching the Super Bowl. Just throw away. Just, yeah, it's a throwaway weekend. Put for something in the theater. Yeah. Yep. All right, that'll do it for your entertainment releases. Stay tuned. Up next, slices. You're listening to I Break Horses. Oh. I lo- Seriously, <laughs> I love really-
0: that band. It's just a really, really uh, that's the, name I'm in, of I'm the, the band. I'm more into
3: I Punch Hamsters. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, the song is Faith because, of course, there's a song named Faith from I Break Horses. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. The song is Stranger to okay. My Happiness. Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Awesome. Yes, there we go. So okay. I'm down with the Sharon Jones. Yeah. I'm not so much a fan of the Dap Kings. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No.
5: What what do you what do you got against the Dap Kings? <laughs> I don't have
2: anything against the Dap Kings. Did you Kings. guys like run into each other and it was like a weird back and forth? And uh, now g- they they snub me They snubbed me very publicly.
5: Yeah. Re- do. Is
2: that true? <laughs> well, I <laughs> have no beef with the Dap Kings. <laughs> I'd like to see like maybe
0: like Sharon Jones in the E Street band or something, you know, like let's switch it up a little bit. Switch it up. You know, Sharon Jones in the
2: distance. Yeah, in the roots. <laughs> that was
0: a Jeff Moore <laughs> reference, by the way.
2: Yeah. Hey, speaking of Jeff Whatever Moore. happened in to Jeff Moore in the distance? You I were, drove him around once. What? Je- the Jeff Moore. Jeff Moore. What, what, the, like, not like the distance. I, it was just Jeff was Moore just and his Jeff. wife.
4: All right. You ready to hear something awesome? Hey, uh, Chad, did you ever win a Jeff Moore in the distance CD? And if so, how? Maybe. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> what? Uh, oh, <laughs> yes. Chad, it, what Chad, happened? Chad,
0: how'd you win the CD? So, oh, man, I never should have brought this up at Eddie's house last you night. You should not have. Give um, it to me. So I'll say things to Eddie by the way and Eddie's just like yep I'm gonna store that one away and bring it up on the show yep.
5: <laughs> so when I was I, 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 I'm just loving the fact that that the occasion of winning a Jeff Moore in the Distance CD is like a story that you retell over the years Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well it's also
4: it's, it's also sure. helpful to have uh, to have his wife there because she will just throw him under oh, the bus man. and then okay
0: so how'd, so, you, win, okay. how'd you win the so CD so when man? I was younger like my dad was in radio so I had access to radio studios and recording devices and things like that and I was also really into hip hop music when oh. I was like 12 or 13. Right.
5: It hints the Jeff more in the distance. Yes, though. exactly. <laughs> We're
0: getting there. So, uh, so there was a contest from uh, Breakaway Magazine. You might have uh, you might remember them from our good friends at Focus on the Family. And uh, the contest was, how would you uh, they really explain how no, explain how you would witness to a friend? So I decided to write a rap song.
5: That was a contest? Yeah. Explain how you would explain witness how you to, a to a friend? Explain how you would witness to so a friend. And, I, one, and, and like, they were going to pick a winner. They like, were, this is the best way to witness to a right, friend. Right, right,
0: right, right. So my way was, to, of course, to write a, and record a rap song and play it for them. So Because you love uh, rap music. You I, I always how, have how, and you always how, will. Wait, Chad, how
5: old are you at this point? Early 20s. I, I, when I wrote, <laughs> yeah, now I'm 19. I
0: was about 14. 14 oh. years old.
5: 14? What
0: year is it then? Uh, That's the freshman like, year in high school. Yes. Yeah, yeah. so, been, so
5: this is done without irony.
0: 1994. No. I wrote a song called Christ is the one for you. Yes. With the number one <laughs> for you. I wrote it.
5: And you know w- what irony? I had my sixteenth um, on my sixteenth birthday. I got that on my license plate.
4: <laughs> Christ is the one. Yeah. So that
5: my my, my 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 most creative way to witness to a friend was to put Christ is the one for you on your license plate. Yeah.
0: So well, you, you, were you ever, rec- So I recorded this like multiverse song. It was about five minutes long. Me and my buddy recorded it.
5: Five um, minutes. Oh
0: yeah, there were multiple verses. That's an Arcade Fire song. <laughs> well,
4: It takes a long time to get through your entire testimony and right. talk about how Christ right. intersects with.
3: But yeah, exactly. it's it, it very
5: yeah, hermetically <laughs> yeah. thorough. Right. Who did you rhyme
3: God with? Like sod? Is that? <laughs> yeah. <I> mean... <laughs> bod. <laughs> bod.
5: I was right there. <laughs> you want your soul and your bod.
3: <laughs> Anyways, I
5: sent
0: yeah, it that's in. that's your heart your, your,
5: yeah. your soul, mind, and bod. And bod. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So I sent it into breakaway, and I wanted Jeff Moore in the distance cassette, not even a CD.
5: So, so you did a five-minute awesome rap, recorded it, right. and responsible for the salvation of numerous people who read Breakaway magazine. Yeah. And all you got was a Jeff Moore in the Distance who, CD. Yeah. And I'm Same. sure
4: Breakaway had a good way to distribute the rap song at that point, Yeah, yeah. Uh, since it's a magazine,
5: sure. and there was
0: no online. Sure.
5: Like, can, I, can I ask you, is, this, is the song in any form yeah. still in existence? Yes,
2: my mother has the cassette.
5: Yeah, and I have We, will.
2: we will track her down.
4: This will this will be in our possession.
2: Well, this is really weird timing.
0: Yeah. Because... I would say it's from the Lord. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because we have a guest on the show today, a surprise yeah. guest. Oh, man. Is he coming up later? He's like, coming up later in feedback. In the feedback section. That because we're talking about most embarrassing moments. Most online, embarrassing and moments. Show. And so online, there was a young man who did had a similar experience to would to you? our old Chad Michael Snavely, except he was on television. Yeah. it was <laughs> and It was something like... It was something a little like this.
5: Uh, uh, oh, God. <laughs>
2: so so this young man, his name is? His name is Michael Clancy. <laughs> Michael Clancy. So Michael Clancy uh, appeared on public access Christian television back in, we in the late 80s, early 90s, and performed this, and it became a viral sensation on YouTube. Two million views. I have played
4: this at my church to start meetings.
0: Probably two dozen times. <laughs> it is
5: the and, best and way. And to- really, you have to watch <laughs> the- I'm not kidding, Yeah, it.
0: you have to watch it because he's dancing all around the stage and he gets out of breath and he totally gets out of sync with the beat.
4: And he fully commits to it. Oh, yeah. And he, he finishes awful. the song. And,
0: and
2: the lady who's hosting the show is, I think, the best part of it. Well, yeah. we're really excited to have you. <laughs> I mean, God is doing straight a straight out of new thing, thing yeah. in our lives. Yeah. And anyway... It's we awesome. tracked this guy down. He's thirty. He's in his thirties yep. now, and he's a lawyer. Yep. We tracked him down. And he's going to join us on the show. We're giving him
0: a web redemption today.
2: Yeah. So we're going to talk to a, that guy. A Christian culture web redemption. <laughs> what
0: yeah. Is he
3: winning like a, an album? A
5: Jeff More in the distance. He's going to
0: win a copy of Christ is the One for you cassette.
5: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever that. Is. Yeah. Christ is the One for you. Vanity play.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we
4: got that. We got that band uh, messing around, with messing up horses or whatever it's called. Yeah,
6: <laughs> <horses>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Screwing with horses.
2: I think that's what you're talking
4: about.
5: Screwing. Mess- with Horses. up horses. Oh. Here's, here's your crisis, the one for you. Vanity plate and you're messing up horses. CD. Thanks for being on the show. Um, um, Jesse Carey quotes. <laughs>
4: Oh, boy.
3: Hey, here's what he could win. He could open at the DC Talk reunion we're going to do. Oh, that's brilliant. I I
4: think that's the. I mean, I I don't think there's anybody on the planet more excited about the reunion (laughs) than this guy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not dogging him, but he is pumped up. He's been super uh, gracious going back and forth. Yeah, he's been waiting for this for decades.
2: He's a cool dude. I can't wait to talk to him. So, Chad, would
4: you. And he gets the joke. We're not about to slaughter this guy, he gets
2: the whole thing. So, Chad, would you. I mean, like, you're similar to this kid, So would you go on a podcast when they wanted to play the song you recorded and talk about it now as an adult? Well, it depends on what I was going to get okay so you got the vanity plate on it. so yes sure yeah. or messing with the horses cd
0: yeah no i don't Th- I that's the thing that amazes would. me is but, that but here's the thing here is the thing though i will say is that he has two videos now online the, the new thing one was posted by somebody a long time ago it's got two million hits but then he went back in his archives and found himself doing heaven bound no. the other classic dc talk stop and from his own <laughs> same show from yes yeah, same lady same show from his own youtube account <laughs> he posted the heaven bound video the, these are going to be up on the podcast episode page because you have to watch them but yeah, so he's I, owning I don't it. Think I would put crisis to one yeah, for you online. No, nowhere. with your name hey, attached. But to here's it. the thing, man. No. He's
5: owning it. You yeah, know, only- I, there's not a lot of haters on this video. Everyone's respecting the skills he's got. Man, he's got the, those the, Zubaz pants. The
0: Zubaz pants and the Jesus is Lord like purple
4: shirt.
5: He's t- not playing around. <laughs> yeah,
0: the only way
4: we're gonna get. I mean, this guy's like cooled out. He gets the whole thing. And it's funny. The only way we're gonna get it out of Chad is Casey's gonna get it and give it to me, and we're going to just. Destroy him. Ambush, publicly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ambush him. With <laughs> it. There's no way he's going to be a part no. of that. But this dude is like totally like gets the whole new thing. Well,
2: that concerns me. Is that he's owning it and that he's fine with his professional identity being associated with it? He's a lawyer. Yeah, yeah, but he's obviously a very good lawyer.
5: <laughs> I don't know. Com- what, I don't even know
4: why that connects.
5: <laughs> the comments on the YouTube video are pretty fantastic. I mean, they're they're they're, they're YouTube comments, so of course they're you Horrible. know peppered with you know. Absolutely. hateful obscenities but some of them right. are the dull. darkest parts of humanity doing it hashtag yolo swag for 20 blaze it. <laughs> I love
2: it. I it so maybe uh, the comments here need to be a game maybe we need to yeah.
3: oh yeah you should do a game where it's a youtube comment or just something we made up <laughs>
5: right. to the guy to see how to much he guy. reads them yeah right. Yeah, Yeah. this one, I just love the one that says Drake, Kanye West ain't relevant anymore.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: All right, so it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse?
5: Okay, uh, I'm pretty excited about this one. You you know, the Winter Olympic Games are coming up in Sochi, Russia, and uh, typically... I only cheer for the american teams i don 't have anything against the other teams. I just think that 's part of the fun is to cheer on your own country well oh, you um, hate the danes i mean that's you 've been obvious about that <laughs> oh, I, oh i mean i I actively uh, uh taunt the Danes. Yeah. Right. Sure.
4: I love that everybody yeah. gets quiet and doesn't try to save you in the joke. Just like, finish your own <laughs> sentence, dummy.
5: <laughs> Just- <laughs> I, I, I have a long history of, of, of Dane taunting. <laughs>
3: of messing with Danes? Yeah, messing Danes? with Danes, of me-
5: yeah. Messing with Danes and their horses during the equestrian <laughs> events. And the horses they rode in on. Yeah, <laughs> I, I break the Dane's equestrian horses. <laughs> That's my slice. Oh my gosh. No, no but there is one other team. That I'm going to be jeering at the on oh, at the Winter Olympic Games. The for the first time in more than a decade, the Jamaican bobsled team will be back in yes. the Olympics.
4: Boo can't yes. wait that's awesome and terrible yeah
5: as you guys know and most of our listeners know they were featured in one of the greatest sports movies of all time cool running
3: cool, <laughs> cool running of all time uh, <laughs> second to cutting edge yeah <laughs> where the two figures fall in love.
5: yeah cutting edge and mighty ducks too this is that's that's the holy trilogy of, of sports films um but they the jamaica bobsled team was actually having financial problems getting to sochi uh, at one point their coach said that they had some very lonely days where they struggled to, to make ends meet. They even had to resort to borrowing equipment. Uh, and at one time, the team didn't even have the proper jackets for training, uh, but they ended up qualifying for the Olympic games. But in order to raise the $80,000 necessary, uh, they went online and the, the president of the Jamaican bobsled federation uh, started promoting uh, a crowdsource funding campaign using the hashtag cool runnings because it's such a phenomenal film And the internet rallied around them, and they have raised more than enough money to get to Russia and compete in the Winter Olympic Games. So for that, they have my support.
4: Now, unlike the original team, I believe this is a two-man bobsled team, which Cameron and I are also practicing for. Um, So it's two guys, Winston and Marvin, and they will be... Yeah. Cuddling They'll be
5: competing <laughs> in the memory of John Candy. They're going to tuck themselves <laughs> into that sled, and just, you know, one of America's slide finest, down the hill. A, a national. Canada. Treasure. He's from Canada. He is, isn't he? Canadian bacon. All right.
4: Yeah. Uh, Cameron and I got an email from a listener, and he emailed both of us and talked about his own near-death bobsled experience. And I didn't that, read it. What happened? Well, basically, he's a. You he didn't read it. No. But you replied. But we're going to talk about it on the show. Okay?
2: I just said, oh, that's neat. Basically. Uh, <laughs> well, the end of it is.
4: I was busy. You know, yeah. Listeners,
3: if you ever get an email from Cameron that says, oh, that's neat. He has not
5: read the book. He has not read it.
4: And so when you talk about the death of your favorite person, he's yeah, didn't, oh, he didn't neat. read it. What? <laughs> no. That's oh, not what okay.
5: happened. Oh, God. Wait, wait, the email's about the death of John Candy?
4: <laughs> <laughs> Basically what happened was, is he told us this story of, he was in, was it Vancouver? You didn't read it. I don't know. It was somewhere up north. I don't remember details. Yeah. But he was was uh he's kind of an adrenaline junkie and he saw like you could do like a bobsled kind of experience you know and he thought it was like you know when you like early, you can drive like a nascar here and it's like well you're kind of doing it but so he went on it and he's like basically he goes through and he said it was super intense and like by the end of it he's starting to like quietly sort of like, so, like blacking bo-
2: out i did black, read it i black. read the first one but then he wrote back and then the second one was way longer and i didn't read that one. i didn't read that either yet. okay but so, so he's
4: on bobsled he said it was harder than you think
2: um yeah bobsledding apparently like the shaking and the g Forces like to try and hold your head up to see down the the luge or yeah. whatever. Like it, it's almost impossible. You black out yeah. and yeah, and then you die. Yeah, it is. Wait for it. A slippery slope.
6: A slippery mm. Slope. Mm.
2: All right. What do, you, what do you have, Eddie?
5: You just <laughs> hey, Eddie. You just took the magic out of the Olympics. That's <laughs> That's <sorry>. That's just <laughs> sorry. Sorry. You just killed the you just killed the Olympic spirit. Um, I no longer wish good things for the Jamaican bobsled. <laughs> team yeah. Of that pod. So
2: you're welcome. That's may the curse of John Candy be upon you.
5: <laughs> Kinda of is. All right, you so. have just desecrated the memory of John Candy. Well done, sir. Sleep well tonight.
4: Here we go. All right, here is my slice. Um, in in uh, relation to the Olympics, it's not at all. Okay, so GSN Television Network Game Show Network uh, had a show on called American Bible Challenge. That was very popular, and uh, they are... The most popular show in GSN's history. Well, they are capitalizing on that, and they are starting a brand new game show, uh, and it's called It Takes a Church. And so what the the game show is, it's hosted by Natalie Grant.
3: She lives near me. She's a very nice person. I went to a cabin in
2: Canada with her and her husband this summer.
4: So what they're doing with this new game show is they're saying there's, there's a growing number of Christian singles in the church, which I don't know how you know that, but... They go to a different congregation every week. They surprise one unsuspecting single with the news that they're about to be, and they're quote, saved from the dating world. Okay great so the church's pastor will then task their congregation of cupids to find the best possible matches for their dater but in the end one single would will decide which suitor to put their faith in so it's the bachelor for christians it yeah, is now, Christian wait, oh so,
3: please tell me the name of it is the rapture oh,
6: <laughs> oh
4: john so they're very careful to uh they're very careful to say it's not the bachelor it's all with integrity they're not being asked to do anything they, or even they leave and, room for the holy spirit when they right, go on dates all that kind of stuff yeah. but basically what they're doing is they're filming what happens when somebody that's single basically the entire church is charged with an arranged courtship and um i think it's hilarious because i think singles ministry is the church i have never really seen it done well it always seems kind of weird to me and maybe you guys at any of your churches have seen it done better i would love to hear about that but it just when, seems
2: like when oh they're my, driving the 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 Couples around on their dates. Does the limo driver flip the lights on and do hand checks midstream? <laughs> Is that <what> they
6: mean?
2: <laughs> like youth group van rides?
3: Oh, van. oh my gosh! Oh, I yeah, forgot they take a set yeah.
2: of limos. They take them around in vans.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I that vans. break
3: down that were donated by somebody. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> and the youth leader he had to do hand checks for the couple in the back. There's a little too. Oh,
3: Cameron, you'd agree with me. Like Natalie and Bernie are super smart. So on that, like the description sounds like gay. Yeah. But both of those guys are awesome, so we'll we'll just have to wait and see.
4: Yeah, I'm sure it's. I, I, it actually seems amusing. I, I think I don't have any issue with any of it. Ed, and Eddie, just as a
3: side note, you also thought a party about somebody who had been <laughs> murdered was a good idea. So, I mean, it's really...
4: Fair point. I have almost zero integrity or ethics. So, <laughs> that's a great point. So All right. What do you have, John?
3: <laughs> well, uh, this week, an interview came out with Kanye West, who, as you realize, a few years ago... Had a bit of a kind of, as they say, a lack of social awareness. Shocking. He, Yeah, I know. Um, he went up and interrupted Taylor Swift and kind of made himself a character of a character. And so they asked him, how did you get through this time? And he said... Quote, I turned to God, sex, and alcohol. A lot of sex. Oh, boy. And he said, uh, you know, just enough religion, a half cup of alcohol with some ice in it and a nice chaser, and then a lot of sex. And that's what he credited that with getting him through. And so I was at the gym the other day because I'm huge. And he uh, was – they had a bunch of pastors on um, Fox and Friends talking about – is that a viable option for crisis? And the pastors were kind of like, yeah, n- no, that's, <laughs> that's not that's not a great option. And what was funny is the pastors were really conservative. So it was very interesting because you knew they hadn't heard Kanye West ever. Um, and so it was just, it was very, very bizarre to see these people in kind of old school suits talking about Kanye. But I just thought, what a, what a plan, you know, I don't know. And then I started to think about this with Jesse in a way, isn't that how Noah got over the ark? Could could you not make that argument?
5: <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> and how did it work out for him?
3: <laughs> well, I mean, he you know he's one of the most popular Bible stories. But Noah, as we all don't talk about, emerges from the ark and immediately wants a drink, and so he goes on a three year bender to essentially plant a vineyard, mm-hmm. um, and then eventually grow grapes, and then <laughs> ends up drunk and naked and. Kind of Kanye's, if you will.
4: <laughs> this is this is uh, really a Bible translation you need to start writing.
5: I, it's from uh, it's
4: from the
3: remix of the message.
6: I
5: don't. <laughs> <the> <laughs> <laughs> I, I just love that Fox and Fred like Fox News, thought you know we've got to get a pastor's perspective on this outrageous quote by Kanye West. Like, what were they? What did they think the pastors were going to say? What did they think their response was going to be to Kanye well, West?
4: Like sure. I love like I loved 808s and heartbreaks, but then it's just been a real downhill spiral for him. Like they have no idea who they're talking about they've never
3: it, i just wanted one kind of super hip pastor to be like well if it's with your wife and it's wine like jesus man what's the problem like i wanted that that opinion expressed but nobody would step up so so i just thought it was an interesting way for a rapper to express his problems and whenever i need a rapper's opinion there's there's one place i turn <laughs> um chad could you, could you oh just no
0: chad you know it still can you give us a little um. bit um i i remember the chorus
6: oh really <clears> oh <throat> cor- uh, yeah the do you
0: cor- need a beatbox no no no. because no this is uh, the only beatbox and rapping that's gonna happen on this week's show is michael um, okay. here in about 15 minutes or here but about i want you to
4: really or feel or it
0: because right now but, no i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say the words and i want you to interpret how great it sounded on the cassette that i sent into breakaway magazine <sighs> okay the chorus was christ is the one for you oh. all you got to do is tell satan to move and then you got to let christ be your king and he'll give you a new song to sing you. And then I think there was like a what like oh. something you know like that in there.
5: <laughs> that's I, for it was the wood is for when, when people are storming the altar.
6: Right, right,
2: right.
5: guys. This so, so did
2: more in the distance cassette? I need a new ringtone, Eddie. Please track this song down. <laughs> I literally am emailing
4: her right now. Like
3: I'm, not, I'm not kidding.
4: The seriousness of this. We're going to have to figure out some way to get taped to digital, but I'm sure that somebody here knows how to do that.
3: Anyway. But can we just stop for a second and say, you rhymed you and move? Is that... Yeah, but I mean... It's it really, rap. Really, it was- really
2: rap lyrics. It's about enunciation. You right. understand the rap culture? <laughs> you don't understand the rap culture, do you?
3: <laughs> it's about enunciation. That's what a 14-year-old's thinking.
2: So, Chad, you did all this for a Jeff Moore CD, and... And and we've mentioned on this show Natalie Grant. We have a kid coming up, or a guy now, man He's coming like, up later, man with a lot of. So who's who's the most famous like Christian music icon that you've ever met, or like what was the most memorable? Well, well, well moment? I had Mark
0: Lowry stay at my house one time when I was a kid. That okay, was, that's that's pretty. That was, was pretty I mean, awesome. I told you my freak. Why out. can't he
2: couldn't afford a hotel?
0: No, we brought him in for like a show, and he he was like kind of an up and coming oh, guy, okay. so he just crashed so in. he
2: wasn't the mark lowry
0: not yet.
4: not at, the, not at mm-hmm. the time gotcha i'm not gonna go through this you can listen to the old episode but you know i freaked out when i
2: met uh mac powell yeah that was I re- no i remember that was one of your first ones yeah i freaked yeah. out yeah, yeah you froze I blacked out. <laughs> like <it was> like, <laughs> uh
4: but I have uh, I want to meet him and I want to have a guitar cuz I still know I want I want to play. Are you going to play love song?
2: Wait, you're going to play for Mac Powell? No, like no, no, one of his songs. We're going to
4: play we're going to do music together. I'm going to play uh, the guitar are you gonna and, do you, you and, and he's going to sing. Are you are going to do crisis yeah. the one. And for then you? I'm going to drop the harmonies in right at the right time. Ugh. He's going to want me to be on tour with him.
5: You're going to drop the old God of Wonders right right in the sweet spot.
2: Jesse, have you met any Christian celebrities? You worked for Pat Robertson for a while. Did you, did you ever meet him? Did he
4: ever bench press did you? Did he ever scissor kick you?
2: <laughs> did he ever just blindly
4: hit you for no reason? Daily.
5: I, see, I, I'm not like a big... I didn't like grow up listening to like Christian music, you know? So it was never really that big of a deal
2: okay but who have you met Well, like youth group you guys didn't have you know i don't know
5: i i mean we had like like we
2: had brian duncan come play for oh, our
5: youth group. speaking of rap <laughs> speaking of rap songs
0: brian duncan has one of the most epic rap videos online oh yeah
2: yeah
6: oh speaking my of rap gosh. videos
5: yeah, was yeah brian this was too sweet
0: I think this came out the same year as "Christ <laughs> Is the One for You." <laughs> really? Do you remember when Stephen Curtis Chapman did the rap song with DC Talk? Of course, uh, his album is uh, that got, got to be true. Uh. <laughs>
6: oh,
4: uh. man, that's thumping. Uh.
0: <laughs> man, but this is he, real. He this is, is one of the worst rappers I've ever heard. Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah, listen to them. Just listen.
4: Well normally at this point You'd hear me sing And I'd be doing
1: do, 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 do.
4: So by now What's going on Cause this is really Starting to sound like One of those rap songs oh, I drive a Camry to? <laughs> you see I like rap music And the beatbox group Sometimes close all the doors and wave my arms around. And it's
0: hate so bad, right? I, I
4: hate us. Why do we do this junk? <laughs> you see, I grew up in a state where the grass is blue. Here so we if go. It's gonna be believable. It's gotta be true.
0: Oh my god. You don't remember this? No! Oh, oh yeah. It's got Toby uh,
2: Mac in the second verse,
0: I didn't
4: kind of get into this whole world <laughs> until sixth grade, and I don't know what year, but I missed this wave of awful.
2: Yeah, the, in the early 90s, there was, like, actually quite a bit of Christian rap. I mean, you had yeah. t You had dynamic twins. You had PID. You had
3: about D. What was the guy? Did you say who's the guy that got killed? It was like not D Nice. Yeah, no,
2: no. Yeah, it was D Nice. It was he's from Houston. You had Carmen doing the rap album. Do you remember that pivotal moment in Christian rap? Oh yeah, Gospel Gangsters in the mid '90s. But do you remember when PID had to change their name to just Preachers because they lost their DJ because he became Mormon or I mean Muslim? Uh huh. Yeah, Mormon would have been more interesting, wow, but he crazy. became Muslim. So there's just two of them. They renamed as preaches.
4: But you know what's hard for me, though, is like still like the what I've heard of this still has an influence because like on the drop, like I I want to click on like the hip hop and I'm like. There, there's no way this can be but then i listen to it and like
2: yeah it's like lacrae and beautiful eulogy and Propaganda and, and all that. Like that it's amazing
0: it's good stuff but
2: it's still like i'm like there's no way but yeah. it's got a lot okay better. the gospel gangsters album in 96 like holds up like it was like it's on spotify right now if you Gospel Gangstas, it's with the Z. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, it's actually what the winner of the, uh, the singles thing gets.
4: <laughs> the <laughs> winner <laughs> of the
2: singles like, <laughs> I get a copy of that. The Gospel Gangstas I'm album. Yeah. Gangstas. You had, you, had, uh, you had Soup the Chemist back then. Oh, yeah. Um, all those guys. Michael Peace. Oh, yeah. Remember Remember Michael Peace was the pioneer. Yeah. In the late 80s, you had the plain white rapper. He was a white guy um
4: that would have been
3: <laughs> awkward otherwise yeah
4: <laughs> i was always really grateful i skipped this because my friend mark pickett gave me uh uh run dmc raising hell for my fifth oh, yeah. birthday on tape and that launched me into a whole world of like listening to real deal hip-hop and i'm glad i skipped this because i don't know can't what we can't about.
3: we agree that christian music's come far and that oh nobody gosh. is doing like a christian skrillex like nobody's like like Stephen Curtis Chapman, whoever's the equivalent, like third day isn't like, this is our dubstep version, you know, yeah. like <laughs> yeah.
5: no. real musicians. that's all
3: Stephen Curtis was doing was responding to a trend. Right. And so I just I'm glad that the people we listen to aren't like, you know, that newsboys isn't like, here's our dubstep, you know.
4: Right, yeah, agree. Yeah, he, sure. yeah.
3: Newsboys, like, here's our Mumford and Sons banjo song. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like One Direction, I heard that song. It was like, you guys owe Mumford and Sons a dollar. They've got a banjo in their in their song. I was like, you're kidding me.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, don't know. It's worse that you were listening to One Direction or
3: yo, that they, it's, it's that they were some of their best Mumford. works.
2: Okay. So, Well, apparently, this is the uh, old school Christian rap show. Tell you what, man. You never know what's going to happen. Michael Wiley Bible Break is how I learned the books of the Bible for that tape. Oh, man.
3: (laughs) But I I need to defend Chad. When I was in eighth grade, me and my two brothers tried to do a band. Um, That is not a joke. Um, How good was it? They, oh, we were horrible. It was like hip hop. And we yes. would, like, we had a dance routine, and it was fine for them. They were in, like, third grade. John. You had better.
0: Man. There better be footage. Say there's the footage. Do
3: you, do you know what our name was? Triple A. What? Oh. The three a cuffs. You Those should. Oh, wait. Still how, be old, God, how old were you? They were in third grade. How old were you? I was, like, in eighth grade. Oh, John. I should have known. <laughs> <laughs> old old you, enough to know about
0: Does any of this, re, re, like, yeah, can
4: exist.
5: I find
0: Triple A on Spotify?
4: I don't
3: know, but we had hats, and I was A1 because I was the oldest, and apparently, like steak sauce so that was uh <laughs> I mean, we had like monogrammed hats and mine said a1 and we oh, did uh i think so we good. did our best our best night was we did a uh rendition of aisha by another bad creation oh, I man. Think aisha,
4: <laughs> you exactly. girl that i never <laughs> had and i uh, want to get, get to know man, you Man, that's better. a good song that still holds water that song <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's what we'll ABC, name BBD. Da, da, da. That's what we'll name our the, luge. The East Coast family. family yeah. <laughs> you and me will name our lose Aisha.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man!
2: Okay, so okay, you you had Mark Lowry stay with you. Uh, Jesse doesn't have anybody. John, who who blew your mind growing well, up? I, that you. I, met? I will say
5: this: I, I went to a Squad Five O concert at one point. <laughs> Whatever. Was that was like
2: seven years Loser. ago.
3: <laughs> nerd next
2: <laughs> I
5: went
3: uh, I mean the most famous human I ever met was Michael Jordan um, Michael B. Jordan yeah Michael wow. B. Jordan the actor <laughs> so Mike, Michael V. Jordan um, and then most famous Christian like I freaked out when I met Michael W. Smith and I didn't think I would um and i but like i lost it and i've met him twice and both times were super awkward and didn't go well wait lost uh, it what, what did lo- you do what's losing it look did like? you pee no <laughs> I, like i he was two rows in front of me on southwest flight and so i was and we were going we were literally going west so i was like we are going west young man like i it was ridiculous <laughs> but this well, was you're so,
4: an adult no this is recent history yeah, yeah this is this was, like you instagrammed it yeah
3: you like tweeted or something about no, it i wrote a post about it because i was like I wanted to give him my book and I came up with this whole plan and then like the second time the flight's about to take off and he's the last person on the plane. I'm like, oh hey. And I try I was like, I know Natalie Grant and he was like, Oh, and then somebody started talking to him and he just walked away. And I was like, So we're we're done then. Whatever. What it's yeah, cool. Then you're just like, wait, 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 wait.
5: A place in this
3: world. <laughs> yeah. I really come on. I really was. Like I because when I was I grew up in Massachusetts, like Eddie, I didn't start listening to Christian music. There was only two Christian musicians, Amy Grant and uh, Michael W. Smith. And so I felt like I had met 50% of the people I grew up (laughs) listening to. (laughs)
2: All right, well, that'll do it for Slices. Stay tuned. Up next, Dudwill Height. To Dumb Dumb Girls." That is not a statement. That is not it. See what happens when Shauna's not on the show, you, you select... I know. It's all you very never purposeful. say that in front of Shauna. <laughs> The song is Lost Boys and Girls Club. Judd Wilhite is an author, speaker, and the senior pastor of Central Christian Church in Las Vegas. The church is consistently listed as one of the largest and fastest growing churches in America. And in a recent survey, over 90% of people surveyed at the church said... God had saved their lives through Central Christian Church. It was really cool. Judd is the author of several books, including the New York Times bestseller, Pursued, God's Divine Obsession with You. Our very own Jesse Carey recently spoke to him. Here is Judd Wilhite.
5: I want to talk about... uh church in Las Vegas. Central Christian Church? Yeah,
7: Central Christian Church, Las Vegas.
5: Yeah. Uh, what, what brought you to Las Vegas?
7: Because you were in Texas. I was in Texas and then California for a couple years, and um, we had been uh, sort of at a place where we knew we were at a crossroads about ministry. I was on staff at a church, and uh, uh, Central has actually been in existence 51 years. So oh, wow. it's a, it's been around a long time. It's a very... Uh, It's reinvented itself many times, and so you you wouldn't think it's 51 years old.
5: Because how the the city of Las Vegas is—I mean, I know it's old, you know, been around, but that's a long time to have a presence in a city.
7: Yeah, well, that's right. And in Las Vegas, particularly, if you go back 51 years, uh, I want to say the population was maybe—gosh, it couldn't have been north of 200,000. I mean, you know, it was very very small because it's a desert town. You know, that's just sort of exploded in the last uh, 30 years. So
5: so so what what brought you uh to central christian
7: well we began they called the church reached out to me they were in a in a search for a senior pastor okay and we just sort of went down the road i'm like i went down all the list of the reasons that i thought you know i wouldn't be a good fit you know and i didn't realize i was sort of singing right off their playbook and uh i just didn't give it much thought i thought nah, there's no way i remember sitting down with with my wife lori and just saying hey there's uh there's this church and it's in Henderson and, um, you know, it's kind of near Las Vegas and, and how would you feel if God was sort of stirring us to, to go there? And I remember she goes like, how far from the strip? And I, and I'm like, well, I hear you can see the strip from your backyard, but Hey, let's not keep score. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's uh, it's okay. So anyway, one thing led to another and, uh, we made the journey. She was about six weeks from giving birth to our second child. Okay. When we moved out there, we were scared out of our minds. Yeah and uh, so we moved from California I remember driving on the freeway from uh, California to Vegas which is a very sort of well uh, traveled uh, path and uh, seeing the whole city kind of emerge between the pa- pass that you come through and all of a sudden like there it is there's the strip there's sort of the valley and I remember I about steered our u-haul off the road for a minute you know I'm just like god protect us I, I don't I can't believe we're doing this you know
5: now the the church has an outreach to is it uh like strippers that that work in in las vegas Mm -hmm. how did that come about because that's an interesting ministry and i'm sure las vegas presents an interesting opportunity but still it's it's something that i'm sure hasn't existed for a really long time yeah
7: we've worked we've had several partners over the years where we've worked with uh, people in the adult entertainment industry and try to bring hope and encouragement and healing to them and so we do that through multiple ways. Um, we had started more recently another effort and initiative that was um, church-based to help reach ladies in the adult entertainment industry. And we've since kind of redirected that almost as an arm's-length independent ministry that we support. What we found is, and this is the challenge, it's like that encounter Paul has in the book of Acts where you know all of a sudden this woman, um, because she becomes a Christian, these people begin to lose their income from this woman. Well, in our case is when you take girls out of the sex industry and they start coming to faith in Christ, that affects their pimp. Yeah. And so we've created an arms-length relationship because I don't want people showing up at our church blaming the church for their loss of yeah, income in that sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, it's a dance, right? Yeah, That's I'm been sure. a Yeah. I'm sure, yeah. But it's it's just it, it's been amazing. The women that lead out in that ministry and the stories of, of life change. I just got a letter recently, wherever you're at, whether you have a, uh, I, I believe if you're a, if you're a believer, you have a contribution to make, you, mm-hmm. you, know, you, you have a, 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 an impact to make, whether it's in the marketplace or in the church or in arts and media, whatever. And it's the stories we hang on to that keep us going when mm-hmm. we're frustrated. And so here's one of those, you know, I got this letter, opened it up. And this lady was in the adult entertainment industry. Um, she uh, had really never been to church in recent years and she said um, this friend of hers who was one of uh, the ladies in our church that works with these girls mm-hmm. brought her to church and she was freaked out you know like oh my yeah. gosh they're going to judge me she already had a lot of shame going on in her life and she just said she was kind of a mess when she walked in and then to make it worse like I'm standing there in the lobby okay. and so this friend goes let me introduce you to my to our pastor yeah. you know and she walks over and she introduces me and she's like, I know that when you looked at me standing next to her, you know what she does for a living. You immediately knew what I did for mm-hmm. a living, you know, as far as helping girls come out of this. And, um, she just said, I, what I wanted you to know is you just gave me a huge hug just like you would anybody else It said, man, we're just thrilled that you're here. Hang out, have fun, enjoy it. She said, I was so moved by that, that over the next two months I left Las Vegas. I became a Christian. She said, uh, I moved to Florida, I dated a Christian man, we fell in love, Uh, we got married over the last two years, and we're both in leadership in a local church in Florida serving. And she said, you know, I I never stopped to write and say, what God used in my journey as sort of the hinge was a hug from a pastor at the first church I went to that just said, we don't hate you. You know, God doesn't hate you. Just a simple act. Just a hug. You know, and I, I just... I just, you know, I wept, read that letter, but I'm like, it's all worth it for stories like that. You know, it's all worth it.
5: And I love the picture too of, you know, grace comes, you know, first and then, you know, the that's the, right. the, the, the change will come, That's right. but yeah. you can't put that before the grace. That's right. it seems
7: like to be you know. our, our, our calling is to hold up Jesus and to lead people to him, you know, like that's, yeah. that's, and then let, let Jesus work on, on transforming their life. And I remember Tina came up to me after service and she said, um, said, I've been coming for a year. I think I'm really ready to receive Christ into Mm -hmm. my life. And I said, well, do you know what that means? And she goes, I know what that means. And she told me straight right there, she goes, it's going to cost me a lot of money. Yeah. Because, I mean, most of us don't have any framework for what these women are walking away from in terms of going from some of them on the higher end, significant amounts of money to it really reframing their entire life. And a lot of them, yeah, that's all they have to
5: start from scratch. Yeah, that's right.
7: And so, you know, I just said, would you like to, to make that commitment now? She had tears running down her eyes. She said, yes. And we prayed in the hallway in our church between services that Christ would, would forgive her and work in her life. And it was after a year, 12 months of her listening and thinking and journeying out, reading the Bible before she placed her faith and trust, wow. you know, in him. And after it was over, man, she was bawling. she She gave me a huge hug and she just kept saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And what's so cool is she's truly left that industry. And over the last, uh, uh, year, you know, she's, it was probably two years that I saw her. She began to date a guy. They began to go to, uh, I think a seven week class we do called edge of commitment, Okay. kind of premarital class. And they're working through so much baggage and issues, but you know, I'm just celebrating what Jesus is restoring and redeeming in her life.
5: do you think one reason that you guys have at your church and your ministries have been successful is because in the some of the large and i don't want to make an indictment against particular ministries or anything but the tendency for christians in general not just the church to lack grace and patience sort of that combo do you think that is something that the church is going to have to work out of does that make sense like i feel like a lot of times that yeah there's grace but if okay, you didn't make the decision. Now we're moving on to the next person. Yeah. Know? So how, how do you kind of
7: come to that tension? Do you, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Well, like, it's uh, it's messy, you know, yeah. and I think, uh, but I think the church in the Bible is messy and it's easy to forget that, you know, the book of Acts is, these people are messed up, you know, the church in Corinth. I mean, it you know, it, it was not clean and pretty. Yeah. And, and, and so I think for me, um, look, none of us have a perfect assessment of another. And so we all have to choose which way are we going to err on? Are we going to err on the side of grace or err on the side of truth? Because none of us really know the heart of another person. And so, um, you know, we've just built our entire ministry around, let's just err on the side of grace. If we stand before God and we were wrong, I'd rather be wrong that way than wrong the other way. So now we still talk a lot about truth. We teach from the Bible every weekend. We believe the Bible's the Word of God. I mean, we're people that come to our church, you know, from the outside. Like they're always like, "Man, you're kind of the grace guy. Here, you talk about grace all the time." But they're, they're always shocked, like, "You really, you guys really believe the Bible?" I mean, you're just like full on. I'm like, exactly. You know, you don't have fruit, significant fruit in your life if you don't like. Grace is only grace to the to the degree that it really is, as you understand. Sin and the wrath of God and what you're being saved from, yeah. and when you get a con- when you have that truth right that goes with it, man, that's what makes grace amazing and beautiful. So, I think we want both of those tensions to live in our lives, and and um, you know I think when it comes to the church, we err on the side of grace, but uh, but we're very uh, we're very upfront about you know God's word and truth as well. So,
2: that was Judd Will Follow him on Twitter at Judd Wilhite. You're listening to War Paint. The song is Love is to Die. Uh, yeah. War Paint's in the next show of relevance. Oh, that's so good. Pretty excited. So good. Yeah. Great great band. All right. So for your feedback, correction, uh, corrections and apologies, and our question of the week, it's, it's an all-encompassing segment. We have actually a couple things to do this week. Mm-hmm. We have some corrections and apologies that we'll get to in a minute. We have some amazing stuff that uh, some of our podcast fans have sent us. So we want to get to that. Um, and obviously, we have last week's feedback. But, but up first, we, we want to welcome to the show... Uh, an internet celebrity, an icon in the making, <laughs> Jesse Carey.
6: <laughs>
4: Good to see you,
2: <laughs> um, uh, Eddie. I'll let you set the stage a little bit, uh, Eddie and Chad, uh, on this video. All right. So uh, this guy, you, you may have seen him, Michael, and
4: he, um, we, we, I, you know, was watching the new thing video for the 10 millionth time, and was like, I wonder if this guy still exists somewhere, and found him within about 10 seconds on Twitter, and told Chad, I was like, Hey, like. He's a adult. well. Somebody in the original viral video in put the description name. put his real put name, his name and name. his actual Twitter. Like, there account. he is, right? Yeah. So we yeah. found him, and I was like, "Oh my gosh,
0: Chad!" There's the, yeah, Let's hit this guy up. The
4: new thing, kid. It, there he is. And so Chad then took it from well, there, I, and I
0: brought it to the to the crew, and I was like, "Hey, what do you guys think? You know, like, should we get this guy in the show? Should we, you know, see if he's available?" Everyone was kind of like, "Yeah, good luck." You know, like he, he's not going to want to come on the show and talk about himself as a little child rapping DC talk songs. Hit him up. Oh yeah, I'd love to come on the show. Which so,
5: is. A, he's just owning it. He's owning it. Such he's got. A cool guy.
0: He's got two videos out. Um, the new thing one and the Heaven Bound, both very popular DC Talk songs. Um, yeah. both of those are going to be on the podcast episode page. So right now, if
4: you're listening to the so show good. and you haven't seen New yeah. Thing, yeah. you pause. need to just pause,
0: watch the video, right, and and then you'll appreciate what's and, about to happen uh, even more. And you we'll, we'll play a clip. We'll yeah. we play a clip. Yeah. yeah, here's a clip of uh with with the lady introducing him. Here's a clip of Heaven Bound.
7: Uh, Michael, you're going to do a rap for us. What's the name of the rap called Ew. Heaven Bound?
0: <laughs> she, hand, she hands him the mic She's wearing like a doily dress it's the same
5: beat. Cool, repping for the king with a stick in my balls. The are coming, mission, women and women, but we're laying a choice higher ground. Is a sound that I'm talking of. Opportunity knocks to a different love, not love like you know, it, like you love your girl. It's a love <laughs> from above, now of this world, kind of profound. A trample sound, and all oh God children, I have He's jumping around now. He's twirling bound. and jumping. Don't you know? The
0: backdrop I'm is bound. just
5: beautiful balloons.
0: A, n- a lot of balloons. <laughs> the camera's just cut to a wide shot ground. so you see the zubas pants
5: and
3: bound and Don't he's you know i think i just heard bound. a key change too <laughs> <laughs> sounds out of breath he's
2: oh all. he's very out of breath well the choreography is very complex so he, good. he's exploring key changes
4: this is this is pre-man in the mirror so it makes sense
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hello
4: My, michael hey guys how you doing um, hey man all right michael are you
5: really the new thing, kid? <laughs> I don't know how to start this. <laughs> Michael, so you're kind of a celebrity.
1: I don't know about that. I mean, I had some a few seconds in the spotlight about two years ago when the new thing video came out. But, but
5: uh, <laughs> How did it come about uh, two years ago?
1: Well, it came about by uh, the host of the show, the woman in the very beginning. Yeah, now, who is you, she? And that
4: woman okay. haunts me. So what's going on?
1: <laughs> that scary woman is actually a child psychologist. Her oh. name is Dr. Cheryl Edmondson. And she went to my church growing up, and and she was looking for some participants to be on her show. The show was called Lift Jesus Higher, and it was featured on TBN and and all of TBN's affiliates. Oh,
5: my God, Michael. (laughs) So so (laughs) this wasn't like a local broadcast. This was nationwide.
1: This was worldwide. (laughs) (laughs) But she actually, unfortunately, passed away a couple years ago. And the reason why uh, the second video, Heaven Bound, came out was actually – because my mom still goes to the same church where we all went as kids. And when she passed, um, her best friend who also had kids on the show, uh, went to the funeral, said that she had all these VHS tapes from the, the show. Oh, that she, they were just sitting in her garage because she didn't have any children or, or spouse or anything. So she was able to obtain every single episode oh. of that show. So she gave them to my mother. Okay, well my mom knew that I had the second video. And she looked in it. The first VHS tape, and I'm not even lying. The first VHS tape that she popped in was the Heaven Bound episode.
5: <laughs> oh. it was practically a, an act of destiny. At yeah, that
4: point. what a legacy. Pretty she's much, <laughs> what a legacy. <laughs> Michael, can I ask you kind of a follow up question? So, are you like uh, just yeah. totally crazy now, or are you doing okay? I mean, that's a lot
1: for a kid. It's a lot for a kid, and to top things off, I was homeschooled at the time. So, oh man, dad, man. that's a cool. list of. That,
4: that, that is kidding. shocking. But yeah. <laughs> in all all seriousness,
5: <laughs> I'm sorry. Th- can Pick we surprise, talk about the zoo right? pants real quick? Uh-huh. Did you, did you provide your own wardrobe for, those, for, for the performances? <laughs> or did Jesus do it?
1: No, <laughs> no I did. That, all except for the t-shirt. The t-shirt was provided by the show, and I, I think I got to keep that.
4: So do people, like, because you're a lawyer. Yes. Like, with a life and, like, a whole thing happening there.
5: <laughs> well, like you're, you're a successful adult now
1: yeah i came around
4: <laughs> yeah what are your good for you man what are your uh what have your friends said about it like when they see it they and they realize oh my god you're the new thing kid
1: well prior to the prior to youtube we had the vhs tape of new Thing, and every time i'd come home from college or, or somewhere else my mom would always make it a point to show my friends of
6: course and,
1: <laughs> and of course then it was just big embarrassment you know look at look at my son isn't he cute isn't he you know great that he's worshiping and all this stuff and and then, you know, YouTube came out and the first time I saw the video online I blamed my mother. <laughs> and it actually actually wasn't my mom. It was some kid down there in Florida who found the video. His uncle was affiliated somehow with the the, the industry and said that it looked like him as a kid and thought it was him, but it wasn't. Um, all my friends have seen it. Other attorneys have seen it. Oh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the Florida Bar Association it. is aware yeah. of it. Oh, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Remind me of practice down there. <laughs> That's awesome. So here's like a backstory nobody knows. So, you know, oh, the, a, the new thing song, you know, you've heard the song and sure. it sounds nothing like the one that I did because the beat is <laughs> generic and. You know, I couldn't say DC Talk. I had to say my name. Um, So anyways, they brought that on me on the studio because I'd been practicing to the real song, to the real track and all that. And it said, well, we can't do the copyright law. We cannot play the music. And so you have to go in and pick a generic beat. And I had like three or four beats to choose from. And they and I picked the one that you hear because it was closest <laughs> to the beat of the song, at least I thought at the time it was. So I had to kind of impromptu do the rap, both raps with the same beat, even though neither song sounded anything like that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. You still so, remember the words to new thing? Yeah.
1: I do, yeah. I do. do. Um both
3: of those I would songs. say no. You know
1: where the next question is. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah of course. <laughs> yeah. So I understand when you guys likes to Eddie. You guys, you love to beatbox, right? Uh, to, for you.
0: It. Yeah, I do it. It. for <laughs> you, Michael Clancy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I Eddie loves to beatbox, and so we thought, you know, we 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 thought we'd give you a kind of a web redemption moment here. Um, you know, everyone's seen New Thing and, and Heaven Bound. We're going. We're, we're only, you- only going to do four of the eight minutes of the song.
6: Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, well, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm kidding.
0: So so we we decided, you know, if you if you wanted to pick like your favorite verse of a DC Talk song. It could be one of those two or just something maybe that you haven't done before like uh, yeah. I Love Rap
1: Music. Or, and as long as it's from New Thing. You know, with, with the heavenbound song just coming out a couple weeks ago... I was thinking maybe I would just do the first verse. Yeah. Right. You're, uh, you're, you're, yeah, you're kind of oh,
6: on a absolutely. promotional
0: tour. Yeah, with it's a yeah. tour. <laughs> right. right.
4: So here we yeah. go,
1: Heavenbound. So, are go you ready, I,
0: I, I think I'm going to occasionally try to just drop in a bass line as well. All right. Ready? <laughs> so ready?
1: With my mouth. So how, we get, I'm how gonna we still, are we going to do this? So, well, what you're
0: oh. going to do is
4: you're going to feel it, and you're going to go for it. So can you... <laughs> give
3: them well, we, we couldn't afford the rights either, so we have two beats to choose from. All right. Are you ready? Yeah.
4: Okay. Let's do it. All Um. right. I'm going to do the new... I'm still going to do the new thing, though. I don't because it's so generic. Alright. All right.
1: Cold, rapid for the king with a sting in my voice. No pandemic, men and women, but we're laying the a choice. Higher ground is the sound that I'm talking of. Opportunity knocks to a different love, not love like you know it, like you love your girl. It's a love from above, not of this world. It's kind of profound, a trumple sound, and all God's children are heaven bound. Oh! <laughs>
4: That was way worse than new thing. Good
1: job. <laughs> Mike! Oh man, I hope all of great. your lawyers are listening. Oh
5: man, that just you made still, my. Michael, day. you still got it, man. Oh, man.
1: Michael Clancy. Sure There's a crowd outside my door right now.
4: Michael <laughs> Clancy. We are going to send you something. You are, <laughs> you are such a good man. Dude, like thanks. riding
3: a bike. Like riding a bike. That's right. Uh, uh, <laughs> Michael,
4: you're awesome, man. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for
1: joining us. Yeah. Man. Man, man. Thanks for having thanks, me, guys. Man. I enjoyed it. All right, man. Thanks so much.
4: Well, that just happened.
1: <laughs> so, be, so beside the
4: point, I'm pretty good, right? Like it sounded pretty good. <laughs> I was dying.
3: That was amazing. That was great, man. You just made some lawyer rap in a like a yeah. lawyer building. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah. Like this, the moment was so surreal. Like I couldn't. I, it was almost jungle birdish. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't believe that he's we were probably pulling in a suit
5: off. right now. Yeah. he's wearing a suit. Yeah. I can't believe we he talked might, to him. In- he might be going into a courtroom and like. Five Or 10 minutes. Somebody's life hangs
3: in the balance, and we've got him in the hall during recess of a court case going, Not like you love your girl.
2: (laughs) (laughs) What a cool dude, Michael Clancy. Um, Okay, well, so it's time for your feedback, but before we do that, uh, we want to do any uh, podcast corrections and apologies. So two weeks ago on the podcast, John wasn't here, but two weeks on the podcast, we were talking about, I apparently had a theory that all, wh- why all musicians or the majority of musicians are short. And it's, you know, and I, we, we won't go into that. You can go, well, on Twitter, we've seen that that offended several short musicians, you know, that, that short doesn't equal tiny and things like that. So I just want to say, I'm sorry. And I didn't mean to stereotype. How
3: short is short? Like, give me a number. Uh, but, like too short to be good at sports is what Cameron said <laughs> <laughs> yeah but not it that doesn't include soccer or wrestling right you know, that's that's that, true. That's you go. True.
4: but you told me off air that you feel like they should all have to have tiny little guitars
3: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> body, the, body that's, appropriate guitars?
4: that's you said and this is from Cameron quotes that the big guitars look so cute on their little bodies
3: <laughs> 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 it's like they've got their daddy's guitar
5: Anyway,
2: so I just want to say
5: a personal... So so, so Bridge Mended. (laughs)
2: I'm sorry to all the short musicians out there. I didn't mean to stereotype. I'm sure you're nice people. So it's time for last week's uh, question of the week. Last week, we asked you to tell us your most embarrassing story. Um, we got Michael Clancy on the phone uh, to tell us or reenact his, um, <laughs> which he didn't seem to think was that embarrassing, no, no, first it. of all. yeah, Me, on the other hand,
4: I think he's become desensitized to five years of doing this on the air. Yeah. I think this is probably
3: a lot better than... I think he's become me. DC talk sensitized. Oh, a yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, we That's, talked
2: about a few of our stories last week, and we want to know your... Uh, most embarrassing stories. So uh, you guys went over to the podcast episode page at com, You hit us up on Twitter um, and you posted on our Facebook page. Here's a few of our favorites.
5: Well, this one is from uh, a listener named Joel, who uh, back when he was in high school was at a regional swim meet, and it was so big that they had two fairly large locker rooms, one for guys and one for girls. Um, In the case, there's a girl's locker room and a guy's locker room. 100% of locker rooms? You know what? what? I'm reading (laughs) it. That detail does seem irrelevant.
4: Okay, but this is a weird thing that I've noticed. Have you noticed that in a lot of stores, there's just a changing room now? Yeah. But that's weird to me because I realized, oh my gosh, there's a woman next to me changing. But she's behind
2: a door. I know, it's but, fine. But,
4: but that's the same theory for a bathroom. You no, know, it would it's not. not possibly oh. go
2: in the
5: same. No, it's if not. it was an all stall bathroom. Well,
2: he's talking about a locker room. You're changing that. You're not changing the stalls in a locker. I'm room. just saying. I still think the changing room is weird.
5: <laughs> okay. Well, irregardless. <laughs> not a word. because of because of how the the spoon meet was set up. There was multiple locker rooms. He Joel accidentally ended up in the women's, not the men's. He wasn't familiar with the location, and he he went in between races and he went into the bathroom middle stall and he's you know sitting there and he hears voices that do not sound like other high school boys uh, and he realizes that he is actually in the women's locker room so he's sitting there and he said that he he tried to make his legs look as feminine as possible i don't know how one goes about that. quickly shaved yeah quickly shaved. yeah I, I, I he so he sits there motionless so he waits till he doesn't hear them in the stalls beside him anymore. He doesn't hear them, you know, at the mirror or whatever. He said the whole process was about 10 minutes of him just deciding to wait it out. So he finishes up and he decides it's time to sneak out of the bathroom. He goes to walk out and right by the door, all of the girls are standing there. And it's now apparent that he's been creepily sitting in the stall for the last 10 minutes while they have been in the bathroom too.
2: Can I- yeah, that's the worst part is that.
4: Can Clearly I share a similar story them. that had a very different... So I'm swimming at uh, LA Fitness one time, which is a gym around here, and I'm swimming, and I get out of the pool, and I like to do about a half hour cannonballs a day. and So I get out of the pool... go <laughs> like a <sign laughs> phone to, episode. to
3: start your cannonball regime? <laughs> yeah, <Huh>? yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so I get out of the bathroom, I go, I go, or I get out of the pool, go into the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, I got a little time uh, before I have to get to work, and I go into the... What's the, the room? Like the sauna, right? Yeah, the sauna. And I'm sitting there, and the towel's on but it's like you know loose you know what i mean but i'm like i'm in the i'm in the i'm in the guy's locker room so it's, I'm
3: just, it's generous go on Yeah, and i'm sitting
4: there and those towels aren't really made for me anyhow and so anyways i'm sitting there and a woman walks in front of the door and i like immediately like check everything everything's covered up and i'm like what are you doing here and then she looks at me and she's like no no what are you doing here and i was like oh my god but also i forgot i had showered like I had gone out and showered, and when I went into the shower stall, there was like a pink razor. I'm like, "What dudes using a pink razor?" And like, nobody was there. And then I saw her, and she's like, "What are you doing here?" I'm like, "What are you doing?" And I just ran. I just, my I just ran out. And, yeah, and then I saw her afterwards, and I was like, "Seriously, I had no idea." And like, you could tell that she was like saying she believed me, but in her heart. I, I was a problem.
2: And you're no longer allowed back to
4: LA
5: Finn. <laughs> 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 and that's how I got banned like, from you, LA Finn. Can you imagine what would have happened?
4: Anyway, so yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> you're in there showering and, and somebody goes She's hanging out. Oh my
2: goodness. That's terrible.
5: All right. Uh any
2: uh, any other reader ones?
5: <laughs> this one from from Heather, she's in seventh grade and uh she's about to do a, a really huge dance competition that everything at her dance studio uh Practically all year revolves around this one uh, uh, a big competition. So it was during the the aerobics por- portion of the class, she was kind of crafting her routine. So anyway, she got up to the point where it was her turn to go. She had a lot of butterflies. There was about 50 people in the room, and she's preparing for her, her big move. And she... <laughs> Uh, uh, Halfway through, I'm going to read it here. Some of the butterflies in my stomach decided it was a good time to fly away. Oh, yeah. And I farted. (laughs) Really loud. (laughs) And that was the end of her dance career.
2: All right. Well, there's a lot of stories, and they're a really long. Yeah. We're Uh, actually (laughs) compiling it into a nine-volume book of... So really interesting story. It's good to know that so many of our listeners were traumatized so intensely uh, earlier in their lives. And that's why so, they listen. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's like so, therapy. Something feels from home.
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it feels right. feels damaging. like home.
2: <laughs> uh, so if you want to go check those out, check out last week's episode page. Um, now it's time for this week's editorial question of the week. Hey. Well, earlier in the podcast, you know, we brought you the um, breaking news about the uh, Christian dating Show on the the old GSN network. And you're welcome. Yeah. So, so it got us thinking about, you know, the Christian adaptations of popular reality television, you right. know, because they're just basically adapting The Bachelor for, you know, the faith audience. So we want to know from you what other reality shows should be adapted into a Christian version and what would that entail? Yeah, like uh, mixing like uh, Quiet Time and Wipeout like they have quiet
4: time and wipeout. (laughs) They i have to like run around reading the bible but they have fallen soapy water (laughs) no that would be more like a mission you've already
3: got the best one eddie how will
6: people
2: compete (laughs) but see no wipeout would be like a short term missions obstacle course to Uh, get you ready for short term it would be like a ropes course yeah so you'd have like uh like
5: a team building i
2: like we're
4: going
5: you'd
2: all be wearing matching t-shirts of course so you're going for more
5: like clever sandals from that country
4: <laughs> you're, you're going clever and funny, not totally ridiculous. It makes no sense. Got it. Ridic- <laughs> different, different question than I have. Oh, you're
3: going good. Fine. I was uh-huh. aiming bad, but whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, whatever. Thought I thought
4: I thought
2: was wrecking the show.
3: Bunch of jerks.
2: There really would be you no know, version of Temptation Island. No, that's Sodom and Gomorrah. It'd just be island. It's all temptation.
4: It
3: just be Everything smoldering
5: be. ash pile. Yeah. I, yeah. So I could <laughs> see. I could definitely see like a Christian American Idol where people are are up there singing worship songs and as soon as they're done they just hear how bad it was No, they had that.
2: They had that. It was on the it was on the gospel channel thing that is now no longer playing Christian music. It's uh up the uplifting network and What was it before? It was like it was the one station at the bottom of DirecTV that played Christian music. They did a Christian American Idol for a while and they sang Christian songs.
3: What about what about a Noah's Ark thing? Where like it's you and you're released into kind of a animal area and you have to try to <laughs> without getting killed Wrangle yeah. animals onto an arc.
4: Or you're in like a big, like empty tank and you got five hours to figure it out. Like you David and, blaine Or you and your family and all the animals just <laughs>
3: die in the tank or what <laughs> well, yours <laughs> are Why all are, dark. The animals are in the very I, dark.
4: I don't really do well. and you with have these a party things, about but the people I, who died. I always get quiet during this time <laughs> of the show as I'm trying to contribute. Oh, here's one. Okay. okay. American Idol. Okay. you get punny about it and it's just like here's money here's what? the super <laughs> like, like So it's
3: things people idolize and right. we judge oh. them for them. Oh, <laughs> and
2: judge them for their idols.
3: <laughs> I so somebody comes down and they go, I love my car. And we go, sin.
2: sin. That's amazing, though. The American idols. The idols
3: American, of our lives.
4: American idolatry. Okay, I get it. I think that's a quicker way to get to okay. it.
3: The show It's kind of a downer, but... <laughs> it's better than the family gets killed and so do the animals. Somehow yeah. there's some tank where you <laughs> and animals... The animals maul a family to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that
4: wasn't very good, was it?
3: <laughs> hey, what about like Samson's Salon? And it's just a, a really funny, Ooh. like sassy salon where they they cut your hair. And uh, maybe gouge your eyes. I don't no. know. Eddie can kind of spitball that.
5: <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, it right. depends on how dark we want to go yeah somehow
4: the whole family has to be uh involved in this <laughs> gouging <laughs> and they do price gouging at this salon right yeah. oh there you
5: go yeah. Yeah.
4: right yeah. oh oh ooh, ooh. the price is wrong and it's just all sinful like all like what? sin stuff
2: <laughs> sin stuff
3: like, hey, what? What <laughs> hey what about csi hey what
4: about csin csin yeah
3: and it's it's uh like somebody that looks like david caruso investigating sins
2: okay <laughs> c-s-i-n i get it i get it i get it i get it spitballing anyway
3: sticks Staying we, wa-
2: we want to know your ideas for christian versions of popular reality television shows hit us up on twitter at relevant podcast head over to the podcast episode page at RelevantMagazine.com, com. where you can post on our facebook
4: page. amy grant uh just signed up um for the noah's Ark.
2: my Noah's Ark <laughs> ideas. she's gonna host so, that with hold her on. i'm actually still trying to figure out how got, a family got into a tank with animals, and they had five minutes to get out, or I'll they would drown. They got to build a thing, or the whole world's right. Even build a thing, right? They're
4: given wood. There's so all the supplies they t- need. <laughs> They're giving all the supplies they so the need. The Flood has already happened.
2: No, no, no. Oh, oh, flood's oh. coming. So, so the, the, the flood filled. is coming. You've got all the supplies you need. You're you in have... a waterproof soundstage or a sealed soundstage. Now we're dreaming. Let's
0: It's do like this. that new show that's on called Dude, You're Screwed, where they drop them in like in the middle of uh, nowhere, yeah. and they just give them a few things, and they have to survive. Right. And so you out. see it. So you're dropped oh. in the middle of this thing,
4: and there's a there's it. a thing. Or there's a clock on the wall. Yep. And it's coming, and you've got a bunch of supplies around, and, and then the tank slowly fills with water. Where do the animals come in? They're running wild.
5: They're running wild in the
2: tank with you while you're
4: trying to build a boat. It's
5: just an extra element of dis- difficulty. Yeah. You're surrounded by wild animals. Well, you
4: were then, too. And I don't uh, I don't fully I, understand Noah's Ark or nature, apparently, but I have a feeling it was not a good scene.
5: I will say this. I'd probably watch that show. <laughs> yeah, For the first and last episode, when they die. <laughs> yeah, it ends after five minutes and they don't make it out.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> if they're successful, it's just a, a, some people sitting in a boat in a tank. You right. know, it's really not that much to watch okay on that note we'll wrap things up many thanks to uh, Michael Clancy for talking to us what a cool dude that was very brave Uh, also thanks to Judd Wilhite Uh, you can find his new book his New York Times bestseller Pursued God's Divine Obsession with You uh, wherever books are sold. Find out more at juddwillhite.com. That also would be a good one. Uh, pursued, just
4: like you, you got a half hour to get away from a lion. That, I think that actually was a game.
5: You, you, I was going to say, a lot of yours, Eddie, sounds like, like gladiator events. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're going old school. Yeah, that's
2: kind of where I go with this. <laughs> it's
3: it's see, all fear-based. See, I thought and, Pursued
2: would have been a dating game. Oh, ah. that's, that's nice, too. Like in youth group where there's that one hot girl that all the oh, guys... Or, it is called pursuit. Or it's yeah. like a
0: witnessing thing, and you have to come up with a creative way to witness to your friends. Oh. oh. Yeah, there,
5: there's just and, real, there's just oh. somebody that you have to go find a witness or, to. Or... Right?
2: Christians being mauled by big animals, uh, which
5: <laughs> that's
2: where I'm going,
5: and I
6: think
2: creatively that's the space I'm
4: in right now.
3: <laughs>
4: Get out of the way! There's a bear <laughs> pursued.
5: I don't understand the Christian <laughs> angle of that. Oh well, the
4: bear, well, the bear's been saved. The bear
5: yeah. and the person. No, no, no. Eventually... The person mocked a, a bald, a bald evangelist, and oh, now they're bear. about to be mauled by a bear. Yeah.
4: Yeah. The, the a bear lie. is chasing a tiny musician. Okay, I think is what's happening.
2: And 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 if, and if is... at the end of the show, the tiny musician get saved they're just your christian pun right so (laughs) hallelujah pursued yeah pursued
3: (laughs) You get a tiny record contract at the end. Coming soon to the
4: GSN. They have signed tiny contracts. Cameron said they're all. All their contracts are on post-it notes. That's oh, what he God. said. <laughs> with, with,
3: with
4: golf pencils. All those golf pencils. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
2: Cameron, string quotes. Oh my gosh! No, Cameron, string quote. Quote. Yeah. At quote. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <I> quote. oh. <laughs> On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I am probably losing some friends this (laughs) week.
5: (laughs) I'm Jesse Carey.
3: John Acuff.
2: For Chad Michael Snavely. We'll see you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to the Relevant Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, check us out on Facebook, and get bonus material from this episode at the podcast section at relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check out the magazine. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store. Or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe.
5: Here's your Crisis to One for you, Vanity Plate, and your Messing Up Horses CD. Thanks for being on the show.